We are back again with another edition of Hit the Target podcast. I'm your host Deshaj Parthab filling in for Jesse Nagel who's currently trying to figure out how Arsenal drop points against the relegation threatened West Ham outfits. <laughs> I'm joined in the studio by uh, Chadley Nagel and uh, Premier League specialist Mark Stradom who uh, like Jesse is an Arsenal supporter. Come on you Gunners. Good <laughs> afternoon to everybody. Good to be uh gents uh to discuss the Premier League even though it's not so good at my club right now. Mm. But happy to be here. Gentlemen, welcome. Let's uh let's go straight into it. Let's unpack Arsenal's performances. Um you know like Mark against Liverpool Ramsdale was uh the man of the match, you know, and uh for a club to have started the game like they did 2-0 up within 30 minutes. Um <coughs> just crumbled in the second half and you know for for a goalkeeper to win a an opposition goalkeeper to win the man of the match or rather be awarded the man of the match it tells me that Liverpool were the better team on the day and they just couldn't find um a way past um Arsenal shot stop and and you know maybe Jesse was right by saying that they were lucky to come away with a point and it's a it's a strong point you know uh, that getting that point was like a, was like a win for Arsenal because uh, Liverpool came for a second half and uh, they really brought it on to us and uh, Ramsdale was outstanding and um <clears throat> going forward they they were left to be to be a different um, outfit because those uh, players are not used of of the position they in now mm. are you talking going about the the, the Arsenal players Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, the Arsenal not used players to... yeah going for the league and where they are now so but I, i think they've been playing really well at the top of the 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 log for majority of the season yeah, you know yes but uh, they don't have that experience of of maintaining that the consistency they they are young team yeah and um and if if they were playing behind city chasing city i think they would have been more comfortable doing that instead of leading the pack i think the pressures on them and they they just don't have that experience of of maintaining that, mm. that I, i fully agree with that But yeah. gentlemen, Arteta has won man of the match four times this season. Yeah. Four times only Klopp has won it more, which yeah. tells me that they've been consistent all season long, you know, like if you look at December, January and March, that's like a really short period. There's only one month where mm-hmm. he wasn't the Premier League manager of the month, which tells me that they were literally or he was the best team. Uh he, he coached them really well and you know they they already did set themselves up for a strong April and I was I was very shocked to see them turn up and I really don't understand how they they dropped that. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely been a fantastic season for Arsenal. Yes, uh we're starting to see um some some hiccups uh towards the end of the season which is expected. Uh, everybody's fighting, everyone's got something to fight for, even the teams with uh nothing to play for of fighting for pride many are fighting for their places next season um but in arsenal's case i i agree with uh, what mark has just said about uh not having the know-how um they while they everything's uh been all good on the football pitch for arsenal they've been playing fantastic football um they don't have uh they 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 are in unfamiliar territory they not no i think you can just look at the two manchester city players the uh, uh, zinchenko and gabriel jesus who have actually won the league in that squad uh, well those are the two that i can think of and I, i'm sure it's only those two players in that current arsenal setup that have won the league and so even atletico might have an understanding being you know part of manchester city's uh 
uh, coaching Fabric, team yeah, in, in a supporting role to Pep Guardiola. But a lot of the players, um, I think instilling that in the players would be a bit of a of a challenge just because um, that they've never been there. And on top of that, they don't know what it's like to have Manchester City breathing down mm. your neck. Mm. Uh, and they've always been the team playing you know, trying to reach the level of Manchester City in the past couple of seasons, trying to reach the, the levels of uh, uh, the teams above them, like Liverpool as well, in, in terms of vying for the title. Mm. But I think this is the first time they find themselves in, in a bit of a, uh, a, a, a glorious position to be in, uh, but at the same time, uh, a one that will be very difficult and nervy. Mm. For but sure. recently, like, they've, they've drawn back-to-back <coughs> Premier League fixtures, you know, when they, they were, were two lead they twice were two, as well, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you have to wonder what was said in the dressing room. Which of those players stood up? Um, that being at the West Ham in in the London Stadium, because they were two up, and uh, Ben Rama had equal. Uh, sorry, had, he had brought one back for the the Hammers with a with a penalty. What do you think um, Arteta was telling his charges, Mark? Oh, I I think he would have been on them to to pick up the game as well because it was like complacency a little bit they were ahead early in the game mm. they took their foot off the pedal a little bit and then everything fell apart after that in in my opinion that wasn't a penalty you could see it after that too mm-hmm. the replay too but then again um they should have stepped up again after that and um west, west ham had traveled as well that uh before they had played us in the europa they, they so belgium i believe yes so so we should have we should have beaten them but like you're saying, the pressure, the pressure is getting to them, and it's getting closer towards the end of the league, and and it's 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 showing now. Mm. With the with the Cheta and um, Arsenal out of the Europa, um, they're also out of the FA Cup. You know, the the only trophy that they can actually win this season is the Premier League. How important is this uh, fixture against um, Man City, Chad? Uh, it's uh, it's 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 of the utmost importance. Um, it's, it's a title decider. I think mm. we can say that. I think um, for the the rest of the the remainder of the season, I think what's it seven games left mm. or, or so. Well, certain teams have seven. Some have eight. Some well, have six. I think six, Chelsea yeah. have got six. Uh, Arsenal seven. Arsenal have seven. So Arsenal, it's going to be like seven cup finals then because Arsenal and Manchester City, yes, they, they're going to face each other and that game's going to be so uh, decisive yeah. in terms of who, who's going to have a say in and, yeah. and, and they, go they on to win the seven. league title. But I think whoever, between the two sides, whoever wins their remaining matches is going to be the mm. champion. Arsenal, um, I think it would be... You know, as a, a being a neutral, I think it would be a, like with no bias, London rivalry, biasness. I think it's going to be, it'll be a shame to see a team uh, like like do so well, perform so well, being at the top of the table for so long, uh, playing the most attractive football, uh, uh, but the, and, and, and against now, yeah. against all odds. To to I think at the start of the season, if Arsenal. Um, if you if you had said Arsenal, would you like would you accept a top four finish just to get back into the Champions League? I think they would have grabbed it with both hands. But I think the way they performed, it would be such a shame to lose it with just such a few games left mm-hmm. uh, to go. You know, their fans were quite um, active on social media, and uh, there were lots of comments um, regarding Rio Ferdinand's question. I think on one of their podcasts, he had posed the question: If Arsenal finish second, and if United finish third. Which camp is happier because United have a trophy and those players do have one in the bag. Ten Hag has one in the bag, you know? I think United would be more happier. Definitely. Because 
Arsenal being at the top for so long and then falling short right at the end will be a huge disappointment. And with the with the strides that um, Eric Tenag has made in such a short space of time already, grabbing a trophy and in line for another one mm. in the in the semi final of the FA Cup. So I think I think they would have had a better season if if Arsenal do lose it. Mm. There was lots of yeah. You know, ev- everybody knows almost doesn't count. Uh, mm. Nobody. You look at the so the teams well. the 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 uh, the teams that have won the league. You, you you just like look at the list of of the title winners. Uh, few, you don't look few, at silver. Few remember yeah. who finished running yeah. second. No one yeah. remembers second place. Yeah, honestly, yeah. But for me, I I think um, being part of that that Arsenal um, team this year that it would it would set you up for success going going on because you would learn. You, know, you mentioned the um, average age. You know, the, mm. they yeah. are young. young they, squad. I, I think the they're youngest the youngest. Team, yeah, the youngest team. Team. Mm. Look, the the futures the future is bright for Arsenal. Uh, the future is very bright. I, I think we can see the signs are all there to see. And regardless, I mean, yes, it would it would be uh, Arsenal fans would be gutted if they were to lose the title from the position they they've been in all season. But I I think there there will be positives to take. And you know that this look uh, Arsenal look like a side that are going to continue to compete for for a long yes, time. Yes, with young me. players, but also not just compete for the Premier League, but they look like genuine. Uh, Champions League contenders. Mm. Uh, I know it sounds strange to say because they uh, are yet to play in the Champions League, but they look like a team. They look like one of Europe's best teams at the moment, and I think they would also. Uh, I think the future is bright for them. Mm. Speaking of the Champions League, Manchester City have booked their spots in the semi-final, and um, you know they come up against Real Madrid of all clubs. Do you think that's a more important fixture than the tie-in with Arsenal? Ooh, I think they're both important as yeah. they're going for the treble, I think. Huh? If you have to give Guardiola, which one? If you are Guardiola I, right I, now. Champions League. Champions League. Do you he's, think that's... He's, he's won the league already. Mm. I think Champions League winning with City is, is the goal. Mm. You think, Chad? Yeah, I, I think, um, look, you you look at when the, the, the owners, Sheikh Mansour, came in to buy the club and mm. they had a, a goal and ob- objective to make Manchester City become elite. And I think you, we can say Manchester City have, they, they've achieved in that. Uh, in, in, and Manchester City are, are definitely an elite football club. But the critics always say that you need, you need to win the biggest trophies. The biggest teams win the biggest trophies. And I think uh, that trophy that has eluded Manchester City is that Champions League. It's the holy grail for them. And I think that... Uh, that would be s- certainly having won the Premier League uh, from the time of um, uh, Mancini, uh, Pellegrini. Th- mm. Those guys have won the league. They were never brought to win the league. The, the, everyone wants the the Man City owners want to see uh, mm. Pip uh, go all the way and win the Champions League. He wants to conquer Europe, and I think mm. in, in in that sense, the Madrid game is uh, would be all more important. of a bigger. Mm. I, I'd say the Madrid tie, but I think what they need, to, what City need to do, is just to. Make sure that the you know the first leg goes okay. I don't think you need to show all of your cards just yet because you have to cater. You have to be. Uh, you have to also uh, consider the Arsenal clash. Mm. But just because City have quality to, mm. un, un, if City are at their best, they can win both. Mm. How how impressive is this Man City squad? Because you look at the number of players that have been <coughs> performing at the highest level and so consistently. Very very impressive for me. 
my outstanding players has been Rodri. Rodri is is the glue to everything. I think everything mm. goes through him. He's his passing ability, his tracking back. Everything goes through him. Even Jack Relish mm. this season too. He has really yeah, he stepped up big game. time. Alan, well, he doesn't get no introduction. But Guardiola has afforded him patience that I haven't seen him afford many previous players. You know, and you know he was a summer signing as well. Yeah, what, he's, why, he's, why do you think that is? I think he's given him him the time to settle in. You know, Guardiola's style of football needs needs patience. You you need to to buy into what he's doing and 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 how he wants to play the game. And I think now, Jack Grealish is is in his plans, and you can see now the way he's playing is. Is into the team and he's actually is there, one is of there the key players for full Foden. I'm not sure what's happening with his at, contract at, talks. At, at the moment, you you can't put him in now. I think that's Jack Relish's. That's his place. That's his, he's made it his own. He's made it his own, and I think Foden will have to to yeah. work again to there, get himself back. There, in. There's definitely a tactical change. I mean, the 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 Man City that I've been seeing, um, there really is three centre backs and. Um, you know, you look at John Stones, who who is basically the fourth centre back, who now plays in the midfield, midfield yeah. and um, you know it's astonishing to see how he plays besides um, Rodri, and that I think there's there's a dual reason for that. I thought it would give Kevin De Bruyne more reason to attack the game, but I think he's been a passenger for large parts of the season. You know, I've, I've seldomly heard him in the headlines. He doesn't. I, I don't think he did anything um, in the Champions League. I think he scored one goal. Um, in the Premier League, I mean, you know, he did carry City last season. Uh, he was actually very potent in the attack, and um, you know, he, that was off a fresh contract, so he must be on big wages. But like Chad, uh, why do you think he's now passing? Do you think it's because Stones is there? Um, Rodri has stepped up. They've moved Grealish on. Yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, it's a difficult one. You know, he's competed at the at the highest level. On a consistent basis, mm. every season, I think it, it can take its toll, especially as players uh, get on in age. I think I think that is certainly an aspect of it. But he has so much quality. Uh, uh, he has so much going for him. Like, and he can. He has the ability to uh, make things happen out of nothing. And so I think he's still he's he's proven his quality. He's shown his class, and I think that I think. He would need to certainly step up because there are some big matches uh, coming up. But I would certainly, um, I certainly wouldn't count him out. Mm. Yeah, but his performance—he hasn't really had a good season. I mean, if you look at um, performances in Qatar, you know, he didn't really um, do much. I think Belgium exit. I don't think they made it past the the group stages. If I'm being honest. And uh, it was just a dismal campaign from him, and I'm sure yeah, he's shocking World Cup as well. Exactly, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm not really sure what has um, gotten to him, but um, I can't really put my finger on it. And he's somebody that can turn a game on its head within a millisecond, you know. Yeah. Look, I think for me, um, Kevin De Bruyne still still the best midfielder in the world for me. Um, I know there's um, uh, many uh, quality, world-class midfielders out there that you could you could throw some names, and you you probably have a case as well. But I I think Kevin De Bruyne has been a standout for Manchester City uh, time and time again on a consistent basis, performing at the highest level. Uh, we've seen him at the peak of his powers. We we, we know that he's not uh, at his best currently, but. He's he's still shown flashes of his quality that he's that 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 he still has. There's 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 plenty to give, and I think Manchester City need him 
to step up. They need him to 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 be to be the De Bruyne that everyone knows that he can be. And I think that we will see that, uh, especially as uh, the games go on. Like I said, some cup finals for Man City, some big games, mm. and I I think he will start making the headlines. Yeah, I'm sure his position is under scrutiny. I think his place is safe in the squad, as you mentioned. He has been a key part of their success for some years because he has been in the midfield with, um, you know, your Yaya Toure's are there, Silva's yeah. are there. So he's so, come through. Sorry, Tish, you know what I would say? Like, I would say that Man City cannot compete without him. Without Even though he is not, he is far from his best, mm. Man City cannot win the Premier League without Kevin De Bruyne. They cannot yeah. win the Champions League without he, Kevin De Bruyne. He, he, he brings all the creativity to the game. Yeah. Mm. Whether he's in the center, he drifts out wide to the right, and and Holland's success is coming from him. Yeah, at the he, moment, and Holland has got all the the headlines, and and strikers grab the headlines, mm. goals get you the headlines. But I think yeah, Kevin De Bruyne has has definitely had a say in 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 uh, in Holland's uh, goal tally in success. Eh? Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, well, I actually think that that is an area where City will look to strengthen um, in the next transfer window because. Gundogan is rumored to be on his way out of the club. Yeah, you know, and I'm not sure um, would that if you look at the versatility that players like Bernardo Silva bring, where they can play in that sort of um, dual role, uh, you know, covering back um, Jack Grealish as well. You know, he is on the on the left wing, and and De Bruyne has played on on the flank mm. previously. I've seen him over there to accommodate David Silva, mm. um, but now I don't think De Bruyne can play on the flank. You know, and and it's in it's he belongs in a center and i think they might actually look to to bring someone who, who, who in who do you bring in to to replace to replace oh look i think that's well, a question big shoes for, to fall yeah 100% um but you know his numbers um in the premier league yeah they just for me i think he's done he's done more for them in the past and um yeah, i'm not sure they're going to start phasing him phasing him out but maybe full foden if you look at the the work rate and finesse i know musiala is also somebody that that has impressed me of late, I don't know if Pep's yeah. um, sort of uh, pedigree, like to go for a twenty-year-old and put him straight in the, in the team, um, that doesn't sound like a very Pep thing to no. do, you know. Um, but um, yeah, he's somebody that I think could could be worth the shot. Obviously, yeah. auditioned um, against them in the yeah. in the he's Champions a, League. A, he comes a, from England. He, yeah, yeah, mm. good player too. But uh, I don't think for for Pep style to replace the brainer. Mm. I, I don't think there's anyone who can replace him now at yeah, the moment. It's actually it's tough to find a mm. replacement. Uh, I always you, said, you know, you look at Zelensky at Napoli. I've been very impressed with Zelensky. I think he's so silky on the ball. You can give him the 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 ball anywhere on the pitch, <coughs> and and I back him to come out of it. And um, you know, he's done really well for Poland as well. You know, he's he's a national player. Yeah. I know he might not be Man City quality, but yeah. uh, I really think that. That's somebody who comes to mind, uh, and and that's the thing. He's a he's a good player. He's had a fantastic season with Napoli, but that's the thing. Is he Manchester City quality? Is he? De, uh, could he be a De Bruyne replacement? Mm. Um, I I don't think so. Mm. Um, I think that that other forward, um, he's probably a, a better name that Manchester City probably want to look at. The guy's name starts with a K. Uh, he plays attacking midfield occasionally on the wing as well. Yeah. I think he's been. Do you think there's Premier League um, suits no, I, I think signature? so. There's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of uh, clubs lining up for his signature. And I think it, in the summer, you, you just don't know. You, Man City will always be in the mix for the, the top mm. talents in, mm. in world football. Yeah, well, 
European scouts would have been glued to their screens, and um, I'm sure whoever was lucky enough to get a Champions League ticket and and watch him play live would have seen him um, really put his uh, shoesing boots on and go for goal. But he didn't really um, find the back of the the, the net. Yeah, in, he missed his penalty, right? Exactly. So yeah. you know, and um, every time I saw him with the ball on the wing, he he went for the strike instead of looking for Osman. Mm. And I felt if uh, Osman had just returned from injury on the weekend, he yeah. had a cameo appearance and um, he started this game. And um, I really think Osman was trying to hype the team and, you know, get um, get them at least on level terms and then maybe even push because they were on home soil. Um, you know, he was back from injury and, and um, they were they were dealt a very difficult um, defeat, you know, like I think mm. they were absolutely smashed 4-0 um, the last time Milan, Before they played, Milan like, came to town. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they there was definitely a point to prove. Um, but Sean, you, your thoughts on the, on that Champions League tie? Uh, the Napoli uh, AC. AC. Mm. I think, um, uh, you know, in, in the Champions League, we, you know, it's the same reason why Man City have stumbled. Mm. Um, I think it's pedigree always prevails in, 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 in Europe, in, in Europe's ultimate competitions, I think you need pedigree. I think you need to have, uh, the know-how, uh, the, you need to have history on your, on, on your side. And I think Napoli, they've can hold their heads up high. Uh, I think they, they would be kicking themselves for, mm. for exiting the Champions League, having been, having dominated Syria, uh, with, uh, AC Milan in. And yeah. I think um, to to lose the tie uh, in the manner that they did as well, you know, missed penalties as well, uh, um, conceding some 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 really poor goals, uh, some cheap goals to give away. I think they would have been disappointed with that. But yeah. um, I think uh, pedigree prevails yeah. in the Champions League. There's a reason why Real Madrid keep doing it over yeah. and over and over. There's a reason Chelsea uh, uh, beats Manchester City, who were the better team. There's a reason, like we see. The teams with, um, like Liverpool go on to win it six times. It, it's mm. pedigree. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Chelsea Chad because they are another team that crashed out of the Champions League. <clears throat> and um, following that fixture at Stamford Bridge, um, I saw Todd Bowley making his way to the the dressing room. And yeah. um, I was wondering, like, why is he doing that? Is is this the right thing to do? Obviously, it's his club and, and he can do, do that. As but, he pleases, yeah. But... I was thinking that's like not, is that ethical? Is that, like, what is he doing? Because the season is still on, you know? Yeah, I think it is ethical. I think it's it's ethical because there's an interim manager. Mm. He's not the permanent manager. He knows it uh, himself. And uh, Todd Bowley, for all the criticism he might get, he's invested in this club. When you spend 700K, you want to know what is going on. Mm. When uh, you you're gonna you're gonna want answers in in the same way, um, uh, an owner, uh, even though he may have managers uh, in uh, uh, in 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 various departments, if he if it's his money and he, and and things just aren't adding up and he's invested so much in in the company and it's not clicking and and nothing's happening, he's gonna come and step in, and uh, he's not gonna he's gonna step in and just uh, find out what is going on. Um, and and try find the answers that he needs, and I think that's what's happened. The facts are that Todd Bowley didn't, uh, the Todd, Todd Bowley did not, um, Todd Bowley didn't speak in that, that dressing room. Uh, he, he just Do kept, you just listen? yeah, he just kept quiet. The first time he spoke because he wanted to know, like he, he wanted to, and and that was not uncommon, by the way. 
uh, for Roman Abramovich uh, to, mm. to step into the change room, uh, Champions League nights, and you know to to uh, give it. Sometimes he'd, his talks would be would inspire the players. Sometimes he'd go hard at the players. So it was it, it wasn't uncommon. Uh, I, I was quite surprised that the media made such a big deal out of it because I've uh, been a Chelsea supporter. I'm used to this. I, I see I see this happen. Uh, quite often, but I think when you are so invested and you spend the amount of money that Todd Bowley has, mm. uh, you're going to care about your club. Mm. I think I'm more happy with the fact that Chelsea have an owner who cares, mm. who, 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 who doesn't sit back when things are going wrong and doesn't care and, and, he wants to get involved. And he wants to find out for himself what is going on here. I've spent so much, so much money. These players are quality. Why is it not coming yes. together? Why is it not clicking? So I fully understand that. Mark, do you think he's going to lead the riot act to those Chelsea players anytime soon? I think it will. I think once the the, the new coach walks in, I think things will come right. Mm. The stability is not there, but the players are there. Chad said before, like. The pieces to the puzzle out there, they just need someone to put it together. Mm. And uh, it will take time. This this happens to every team. Arsenal went through it. Uh, United is going through it. Liverpool now at the moment. And unfortunately, Chelsea did spend so much money and, and they are going through it now at the moment. But maybe in a season or two, they'll be back for sure. Chelsea is a massive club. They've got top players they brought in. Young players will be there for a long time as well. So... Once they, they, they start clicking and, and, and playing together, I think they should be a, a, mm. a force to reckon with. Do you think they find the back of the net anytime soon? Because right now, other than that, that goal against um, Brighton at, at home, so like, I can't really think yeah, of them been, uh, scoring. Like, yeah, I think it was a 4-0 aggregate scoreline defeat to Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And before that, like the, the, the Premier League has just been horrific for them. Yeah, I think... Uh, there's there's a lot of factors. I don't know if you remember, like several podcasts ago, like a couple, like some months ago, actually, while Potter was still at the helm, I, I, I said, guys, this is going to be, I, I spoke, I said, I remember right, saying, right, this, season uh, this season is going to be a very hard watch. I, I said it before, it was even that bad. Yeah. I said, this season's going to be tough. Uh, you're going to have to just take it. You're going to, uh, results are going to go horribly wrong. Performances are going to be bad. It's going to be shocking. But I said the future is bright, though, and I think this is this is what we're seeing. Like almost like my prophecy coming coming to plan. It's uh, like I could see it unfolding. I could see it. Like um, and right now, Lampard, he's him being there is supposed to just give the players a lift. He's even stopped mm. the tactical sessions. They, he's supposed to give them a lift, but I, I don't think it, it, he, he's not doing that. It hasn't worked. But again, he's a temporary fix. I think, look at the season. Don't expect, don't be betting on Chelsea. Don't mm. expect to see, don't expect to be wowed. Um, I think all, like Mark said, everything's going to happen when the new manager comes in. Mm. Arguably, uh, uh, Julian Nagelsmann, uh, probably the front runner for the position. I yeah, think. What, what have the papers said over the last week? So the, the, the latest reports uh, coming out of Stamford Bridge is that Chelsea have distanced themselves from appointing uh, Enrique. Luis Enrique. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's, he came, he had several demands uh, that the club were not, were not too, too happy about. Uh, Nagelsmann has always been the front runner though, uh, having worked with the technical director, the sporting director, uh, people forget Christopher Nkunku, 
as a as a player that's going to arrive in the at the end of the season he worked close with Nagelsmann uh, you Nagelsmann know, got healing, the best uh, out of him everything makes sense Kunku's uh, you know for some time now and i wonder like how important will he be i think you've every time we've mentioned the Chelsea transfer window he's the name that always comes up from your mouth and and that's because it's it's because it's done it's set in stone and that's why and i think Nagelsmann coming having worked with him You know, like he was Nagelsmann's best player during mm. Nagelsmann's spell at Leipzig. So I think, uh, so so that's why, you know, to that's why everything points to Nagelsmann. Look, I never say never in football. A lot can happen. Chelsea, one club that are full of surprises. It could be Mourinho, it could be someone. But I'm just saying, um, Nagelsmann makes sense. Having worked with the sporting, imagine bringing in a coach who's already worked with the sporting director, already has a, a, a relationship with the technical director and who the, the marquee signing coming in has already, uh, he, who he's already flourished under his uh, work. So that's why I'm just saying it just makes sense. Chelsea need a manager with, with, with a strong personality. Fresh, uh, fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's why I think the, the, the signs the, the, there's the, there's positivity around the corner mm, i'm sure there are going to be more names for players that will be linked to chelsea there will also be a massive clear out as well yeah but you you mentioned i think marlo gusto is also signed is also going to return to yeah, to levi colwell as well from yeah. brighton is mm. coming in and you, you know with the new manager as well don't you think it's going to be a bit of um a replay you know because we've seen the show before you know if it's not a chelsea it's been at other premier league clubs where they've tried this whole squad overall manager and it just hasn't really worked out but mark do you think like these these signings are going to gel like off the block they have to what they have to if they work together i mean you're coming in with on big wages a big price tag you have to i mean most of the players need to leave because they're not doing anything but the players coming in playing for Chelsea is mm. is as a big thing they Do you think any of them land up in uh, other Premier League rivals? Yes, I I I think so. Why not? Because uh, Mason Mount hopefully mm. I I like him as a Chelsea player but I think he goes to one of the rivals. I think he's I think Liverpool Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. is massively uh, yeah. and, and this is what I, what I'm saying like you know why they need to be the season why Chelsea need the season to end so mm. they can look at or visit all yes. of this because Mason Mount is a, he's a quality player he's been Chelsea's best player like uh, uh, every season now but you don't want a player who's not happy to be there or mm-hmm. who's, who no matter how good he is no matter how much of a baller he is if he has if he refuses to pledge his future to the club then it's going to be like another antonio rudiger thing as difficult as it is chelsea want to keep you but you want to move on musiala as well chelsea wanted him to stay wanted him to sign a contract uh, and and you're going to have that um, but i would rather if you don't want to play for chelsea football club then then go mm-hmm. on and be happy at another club that's fine but I I don't want, I think I, I, what I'm mo- most excited for is not even for the new players, the potential new players that could come in. I'm more excited about the, these current players leaving and finding new clubs. Oh, mm. quite, uh, a, quite I, a statement. No, because I also think that people forget Chelsea, uh, they don't know the just of it, what, what's happening at the club. They just look at a match and, and everyone's got the answers. But Chelsea, no manager has ever been in a difficult position as the ch- current Chelsea manager. Having a squad of 30 uh, is, mm. is crazy. The ch- did you know that Chelsea act- had to actually extend their, 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 tra- their, their, their training room? room. Yeah. Their, 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 yeah because it's, it's so Modric tight, it's so, it's so stacked. And Modric had to get changed in the, in the hallway. In the <laughs> it, yeah. Exactly, it's so shoot. packed. And you're going to have an unhappy group. 
group and you can only pick 11 from 30. Mm. So I think all of that, you know, needs to be taken into consideration. Mm. Well, I, I for one would think um, Mason Mount moved to Liverpool. It would change that uh, the dynamic of the of yeah. the title race because he is a player that can bring um, just yeah. bring flair. You know, everything that encompasses Liverpool, a uh, direct attack. You know, you, you can you've seen him. Um, absolutely whoop a ball, you know, like free kick ability, yeah. shoot from distance. And, and there she's, I would like to keep him, but the, like you think of, you can almost compare it to the, to liken it to the Cristiano Ronaldo uh, uh, saga at Manchester United. Uh, Ronaldo was a top player, a fantastic player at Man United the season before he was amongst the top scorers in the league. He did well for them, but as good as he, he was, that, that whole uncertainty around mm. whether he's there next season, whether he wants to leave, he's unhappy. United performed so much yeah. better when, when they, they had moved him on. Mm. And is he good enough to be then? Then what? Then, is he better than Vegas? Then all of course uh, mm. he's head and shoulders above uh, United's forwards. But they, uh, but it made the world of difference when you when you uh, just got rid of the negativity. And mm. I think Chelsea Mount. There's a couple of them. Pulisic, Ziyech as well, whose mm. deadline day move collapsed at PSG. I think all of those things. Mm. Yeah. You mentioned uh, United and and the forward line there, but you know Rashford is out and and Vegost, I'm not sure if he's if he's just on the bench now. And <coughs> I, th- I think Rashford is back now. He was in training. He's he's up for for the FA Cup selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how important is this second trophy for Ten Hag? And I'm sure he'll come out to these with his top eleven. I mean, um, Brighton um, have had their way with United in the past. You look at that four 0 defeat last year when Ralph Ragnick was at the helm. It's absolutely shocking at how easily Brighton are able to score, and they have um, picked a few defensive uh, defenses this season, rather, uh, including that of United with a with a two one victory early on. Um, what are your thoughts? How do you think that they'll set up against this Brighton team? Um, oh, this is difficult because Martinez is out now as well. Mm. Varane is out as well. Um, they've been posted with Rashford's return. I think Luke Shaw is back as well. Mm. So uh, the, the defense will always be a problem with United. I think Maguire is, is not is good he, enough. Is he destined for a starting place in this one? I think it's forced. <laughs> I think it's forced. But uh, I see that, that will terribly, uh, that, that's, that's the problem for, for, for United now at the moment. You put up a liability, eh? Big time. Yeah, well, I, I, I would actually would be... say having Maguire is like having a man down. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a bit of a... Um, Shall I say, a home advantage? You know they are back at Wembley, um, yeah. having been there yeah. previously and lifted um, the EFL uh, Carabao Cup against yeah. uh, Newcastle. How how important do you think it would be like for those players to be back at Wembley, Chad? I think it's important. I think especially the English group who mm-hmm. who, who know what it's uh, yeah. uh, what what uh, even not, maybe not just the English group, but even players that have been in the Premier League a long time. You mm-hmm. think of Christian Eriksen knows what yeah. it's like, you to know, play, yeah. having even played at Wembley for Tottenham when they, you know, when Tottenham Hotspur the, Stadium was uh, under construction. Yeah, a whole so, season, whole season. Yeah. So um, I think um, there, there's a couple of players that will be excited. I think. Tanaga, I think regardless, regardless of what happens uh, in in this FA Cup, because you know Manchester City are still in it as well, and and they're yeah. probably the favourites. Be Manchester derby in the final. And and look, and not to say not to write Manchester United out because they've actually had a decent record against Manchester City uh, of late in recent seasons. But I just, I think Tanaga will certainly want to pick up another trophy. I think for to to win. 
I, I think we saw Mikel Arteta win a uh, win a, a trophy yeah. in, the, in his debut season yeah. as manager of the FA yeah. Cup, beating yeah. Chelsea in the final. I think. Yeah, um, I, I believe he also knocked out Guardiola in, 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 yeah, yeah, in the semi-final. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it would be. I think Tenag would definitely want to add uh, another trophy, take another trophy, uh, and, and put it in United's mm. um, trophy cabinet. Uh, but I think to win two trophies to guide United to two trophies huge, in yeah. the first in your debut season, the, and and to go on to to hopefully for their sake. And make the top four. I think that would be a fantastic season for yeah. United. Well, I'm glad you mentioned the league positions because I've been like looking at the the games in hand and who they play against and and how far um, you know to go for this for the squad which is fleeting. You know, you mentioned you're calling on a bit of the the second choice uh, defenders, second choice attackers. Um, Newcastle are just three points behind them, and they both are they both have played 30 fixtures in the league. So that means there's eight to go. Three points is not a big gap, you know. I mean, Mark, I'll ask you, you know yourself, how big a gap can, how quickly oh, a gap that, can be that, slashed. That can know? change quickly. Exactly. And now I'm I'm looking at, at United's calendar, fixture calendar, and I think Ten Hag will put his eggs in, in the FA Cup basket, shall I say, and maybe sacrifice a few results um, in, the, in the league. Do you mm, think they... You can't afford to, eh? Can't do, you think, do you think that they are at risk of the top position if he does yes they are because three points is it's nothing and um i think they still got to play each other too mm. so that's that's a crucial game for for both teams in mm. for, for for the fight for, New, for newcastle four. have been churning out some impressive results of like especially you know, you at, at home exactly, yeah you know you look at that hiding that they gave west ham and they've been very impressive under eddie howe and they look like they can actually go on and win quite a few of their fixtures obviously they have Arsenal still to play, and you know that that could be a real nail bite. That's that going to be a tough one for yeah. Arsenal because yeah. I think they drew the, home the, to the first leg as well. Yeah. The, the reverse time, yeah. yeah. They are at St James's Park to win against top, top four hopefuls, Tottenham mm. Hotspur. I mean, yeah. currently they 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 are fifth, but honestly, I think that's going to be a walk in the park. At the I mean, with the, with the with the form that uh, Newcastle are in, especially at St James's Park, mm. you'd fancy them to uh, to go on and win mm. against Spurs. Spurs yeah. have been very inconsistent, blowing out and cold. Mm. Uh, you know, we see we see uh, they perform out of their skin in one game, and then they go and lose to Bournemouth yeah. or. Mm. Yeah. The, the inconsistency is a problem for them. Just spursy vibes. Yeah. I think it's well, just normal for them. Yeah. <laughs> let's let, let's say Newcastle are guaranteed a top four position. And can we can we all agree with that? Well, look, I, I won't say I, I won't say guaranteed because it's, there's there's they are definitely in the mix for sure. Um, yeah. But I think it's between. Uh, I'm I, like I've I've learned my lesson about writing Liverpool off too early. Mm-hmm. Um, and and look, it, it would be a big ask for Liverpool to 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 finish in the top four. I can't see that happening. But I think um, it's between certainly between United, Newcastle, and Spurs. And Spurs. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think uh, the top uh, top two is set. Is this is this Newcastle United team a Champions League team? I mean, if I have to look at that squad, and they are like some real top talent in there. But you know, if you look at um, the mixture of the right wing, you know, sometimes it's Woolock, sometimes it's um, you know Wilson, sometimes you'll see like another player. Um, coming maximum. in the same maximum, mm, yeah. you know. Um, Almiron did have the spot for some time, but um, I see he's been benched recently. And, and another position is is the left back. You know, it's Stan Burn, a Champions League left yeah. back. Yeah, I can't really see that um, going too well with the. 
I, th- I think they've done well in the Premier League, but when you talk about Champions League, it's a different ball game. And I think if if they finish in the top four, they do attract better players. Yeah, I was just going to say everything they, changes when they make yeah. the top four because yeah. all of a sudden, if you're linked with the likes of you know, like uh, let's just say, like the Ossimans, like yeah. you know, like, like the big name players that are that are, that will be on the market. Mm-hmm. Now you have something going for you. You can mm-hmm. you it just strengthens your case of a, uh, of attracting uh, these top level players yeah. at at the club, especially when because. All the players want to play in the Champions League, especially the top players. They don't even want to go a season without Champions League football. So I think um, we'll start we'll start to see a change of Newcastle in terms of even the players that they look at bringing in mm-hmm. in the transfer window. Normally they linked with players like from from the Championship and some from the Premier League, Aston Villa and stuff. I think all of that changes once top four's in the bag and they start looking at uh, the bigger name players. If, if they do get that Champions League spot, do you, do you think it could be a case of? suffering from success because that squad is a bit <clears throat> old you know if i look at the starting 11 i look at trippier fabian Shea, uh, nick pope as well i think he's i believe he's 30 plus um mm. wilson has also been injury prone mm. um if i look at the they do have alexander yeah, Isak, yeah. Isak, 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 yes. yeah and yeah. He's, he's, he's been good the, and and that's why i think they've been smart in the transfer window because mm. when like uh wilson is a key player but if if he, if they lose a, a key player you, you uh Due to uh, injury or through suspension, they've got another top player coming on who's mm. ar- arguably equally good. Mm. So I think that's that that helps. And I think next season in the Champions League, they'll get to they'll they'll come to they'll know really quickly that that you need a big squad. Mm. I think they will attract some top players. Yeah, they did um, land signature of uh, yeah. <laughs> Everton's Anthony Gordon, um, who I must say hasn't really done yeah. well in his um, short stint at uh, Newcastle. Currently, yeah. I think. Was subbed off and um, gave Eddie Howe a bit of stick. Actually, I did see him um, go off his tangent a bit, and and you know you have I have seen that tendency um, of his in the past. You look at Everton's fixture against Newcastle when Anthony Gordon was um, part of the blue half of Merseyside. You saw him um, absolutely howl Trippier, and um, it was quite quite shocking to see that um, on live TV. But the manager now, you know Eddie Howe would have been. Um, I'm sure you would have also seen that, but to be on the receiving end from a player who you just signed, I, I think coming from from a team where where you the you the main player, to to come into a team where you become a squad player, it mm-hmm. takes a bit of change, you know. Because mm-hmm. at Everton, I think everything went through him. He was the talk of 100% the town. Hundred percent, yours. He landed he was number ten jersey, exactly. new contract before yeah, the so, season. And coming to to Newcastle is a different ball game. The coach's style is different. The players he's playing with is different, and he has to buy into it, and it's it's taking a bit of time, but mm. it will come right. Yeah. I think he's a quality player. A recruitment can like literally make or break a club, and mm. no wonder if he's been the right signing for them. They have got some real gems, you know, in the past, and mm. I am watching that situation very closely. Um, but you know, if I look at recruitment specialists, who better than Liverpool Football Club? Eh? I mean, just year on year, unearthing talent. Um, Luis yeah. Diaz is back, you know. Uh, player. Exactly, yeah. you know. He's with, signing when they. Br- I remember when they brought him to the club. He f- he fitted like a glove. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. Diego Jota as well. Mohamed yeah. Salah, of course. And I, I think, look, even Darwin Nunes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, gave him a lot of stick. A lot of fans uh, criticized him. He's yeah. he's shown a lot of uh, I, um, potential I, of late. I think with Nunes, it's 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 just raw talent that needs to be coached well. Yeah, he, he has everything. He's got the the, the pace. 
He's, you saw him in his previous <coughs> game. He, his mm-hmm. runs he makes, everything. Yeah, I, think I was very impressed with him against yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, I he, thought his hold-up play was good. Um, he was quick. He was he he beats his man. He 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 made runs not non-stop. He works yeah. hard. I thought he was very good, and I thought it was like he looked a different player. And I, I think sometimes we forget that uh, it takes time to settle, especially yeah. to the rigors of the Premier League. Uh, the the demands of the Premier League yeah. is, is is physicality. Yeah, the, the physicality is just the speed, not, of, the speed of the game. You're not guaranteed well. even being. We've seen players mm. like Falcao, Di Maria, like the biggest uh, top players come in and and struggle to yeah, to settle in. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they've got quite. I know Chad. You mentioned that you don't want to write them off from that Champions League spot. Um, currently, Liverpool approached us uh, run of games in eighth place, but they do have eight games to go till the end of the season. And um, the fourth spot is currently occupied by uh, Newcastle on 56 points, Liverpool on 47. However, Liverpool have to play Tottenham and Villa, who currently occupy fifth and sixth place. Mind you, Liverpool, of the eight remaining fixtures, five of them at Anfield. Five Mm. of eight at Anfield. And look, would it be so shocking, so far-fetched to say that Liverpool can go on and win all eight? No. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Look in this. I think at Anfield, uh, those five. So you'll you'll take those as five wins. Five wins in the back. Not not no, guaranteed, no, 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 but, yeah, but you could guaranteed. say maybe seventy yeah. percent with the crowd. You no, saw against yeah. Arsenal but how they in came out. Seventy percent won't be good enough to get the Champions League. Spot. No, yeah, no, you sure. need to win all you'll of the yeah. games because those two teams are higher. They occupy mm. fifth and sixth. You are now eight. And Aston Villa at the you, moment you know so are playing I haven't well. seen all of their, their remaining fixtures, but I think Liverpool can win all eight. Well, I tell you, those those two for me, that'll really... That's, that's just me. one club that can yeah. just do it. They they yeah. just... Uh, like they, If they just remember how that they are a Liverpool football club and start playing like the team that we know they are, mm. I think they can... I think that game against Leeds, they showed it. Yeah. They were very good against yeah. these. But I think for that, that was a bit of a grudge match having uh, lost yeah. their you yeah. know, only home very league plus, loss yeah. um, was against Leeds. But for me, I, I would be shocked if they um, fight for this Champions League. But I'm sure that, I mean, not fight, but rather if they get it. Because yeah. right now, that would mean United or Newcastle, something really bad has to Happen and that for, at, to fall out for yeah. them to look. Be, they've they've yeah. lifted late, Liverpool. Yeah. They've lifted late, and they they'll have themselves to blame for for that. But I just feel like he's saying eight games to go. I've, this is one club. I feel like, especially he's saying five games at Anfield. That they can eight, they can yeah. win eight. Yeah. This is this is just Liverpool. You just don't know what to expect from this club. You just don't know which Liverpool side is going to turn up. But I would definitely say that they have it in them to go on a uh, on, on on a D- rampant. Diaz is back as well. Diaz, you know what? It's, that's going to well. lift Anfield. Up. Yeah. like you know the return of of uh, Luis Diaz. Mm. Let Let's say he doesn't win all it. Let's say it's a bit of. Um, I think we're all pro Liverpool currently, but let's say reality sets in and and it's not all smooth sailing. Does Klopp get the sack? Does he leave? Does he does he manage them next season? I think he does. I think the success he has at the club will keep him there. Mm. I think they keep him. And but and, they've and given him money to spend. You know, yeah, he has. I think I think what he's done at the club uh, keeps him in a job. Yeah, I think they they will support him and and help him rebuild because. Them two also have a lot of players that need to leave yeah. as well. And it's a one-off season. It's not like mm. we're seeing two straight seasons yeah. of this, you know? Interesting. I actually think with the with the amount of investment that 
has been um, rumored to be pumped into the club. I think that his job could come under scrutiny if if those players don't perform. You know, he has been patient with Nunez, um, mm. but that is the I want to say like because they've got rid of money. You know, they've Firmino has announced that he'll be leaving the club. Yeah, uh, other strikers have gone. You know, you look at Origi, who was something of a, a club legend, shall I say? After um, bench killer, yeah, yeah. and Tal's hero more they, than yeah. legend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if um you know Thiago is also um it's aging, is well. aging. You yeah. know, Arthur Melo is, I believe, is in his final. <laughs> I don't like even last. think he, yeah. he he played a game. I, I don't even think he trained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um I'm not sure if I I actually don't know with, with the with the speed of of the game and you know he is someone that galvanizes um the club I I think that they will maybe have a bit of managerial candidates in the pipeline should they want to make a, a change in the summer Liverpool are not a club to fire during yeah the, I, the I think if they if they look to fire him I think they give him a chance in the beginning I, of next season do you know what? I actually don't even think any meetings would even be had I think that's how yeah. secure his job is yeah, yeah. The, the, the success he has yeah is, is, I, I is don't, a big and, and he's idolized there the, the yeah. fans love him they adore yeah. him mm. I well, think they just need to rebuild. Yeah, I mean it's one player season. Like you know, we've said like you yeah. know this is not this is this is we 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 occasionally see go through seasons where one of the big clubs have a poor season. And yes, it's uh, Liverpool may have been the club that surprises us most, being in the position they are. But I think. I think it's just one off season. It's it has been a strange season. We've seen uh, uh, a World Cup in between. So I but think they've also can, been hit with a lot of injuries. Yeah, so. and I think you have to be fair to club yeah. and look at that. Mm. Well, you can hardly mention Klopp's name without Guardiola in the Premier League, yeah. of course. You know, for years they've been the number one um, sort of competitor to to Guardiola's uh, yeah. dominance, and mm. you know, City are currently on track to win a treble. And and Pip can separate himself from Guardiola because there's always those comparisons. I mean, I mean from Klopp. Klopp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Pip yeah. can separate himself from. He can distance himself from Klopp if he goes into guide City to the treble. treble. Yeah. That'll be historic for mm. for Manchester City. How how realistic do you think that is? For do you think I, it's doable? I, do you think very, those players yeah, are very doable? I, I, eh? That's an easy question. Yeah, coming from an Arsenal fan, but I think it all rides on that Arsenal game. Yeah. Mm. I think that's where 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 the belief will come in, in winning the treble. I think City definitely walk away with the trophy this season. Certain for certain. I don't 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 if, ask me which trophy it is though, because they if, are, could if be they the make FA it Cup. if they make it through the the semi final in the Champions League, they won the Champions League. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think the winner is between this early final between. Yeah. I'm not even calling it the semi-final. This it's is the, the final, final before the final. Yeah. I yeah. think we, uh, with, with Real Madrid and Man City, yeah. and I think whoever wins that. Wins the I Champions think, and League. And whoever wins the, the clash between uh, Arsenal, Arsenal and City win wins the, the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. And at the moment, City are flying. I don't think... Uh, and whoever wins the, the FA Cup game between Man United and Brighton, Man City wins the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Well, um, nice. <laughs> I think that's, I'm going to leave that on, on that bombshell. <laughs> I think <laughs> this is the part of the show where we give you a chance to uh, win a betting voucher courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Um, all you have to do is let us know if you think Pep Guardiola will be regarded as the best manager in the history of football should he guide Manchester City to the treble this season. If your comments impresses our panel of judges and hits the target, we will credit your account to the 200 rand betting voucher. 
I'd like to just finish uh, the show off by saying, "Come on, Arsenal! Come on, Arsenal! Come on, Come on City! Arsenal. Come on, City!" Cheers, guys! Until next week. Cheers. Cheers.